0: Welcome to becoming his queen podcast, the podcast that follows one woman's journey to finding her king by preparing herself to be his queen. Join me while I interview women from different cultural and ethnic backgrounds to find out what it really means to be a wife and how to prepare yourself to become one. So let me just start by introducing myself. My name is Vanessa, and I'm the oldest of three girls. Now, I'm 31 years old. I'm a single female and the only one in my family that is not married. Now, my two younger sisters are, one of them just got married and the other one has had a family for a couple of years. She's on her second kid um, and the one that just got married already has one. So, they've They've had families for a while and I've always been like the loner of the group. i rather spend my time traveling or I'd rather spend my time, you know, working on business instead of focusing on a family. Now, it's not necessarily to say that I've never wanted one. I just have not necessarily prioritized it. And turning 31 and being the only one of my siblings left to get married... I'm starting to get the itch to get hitched. With that being said, I realize that I am not the type of woman I expect the type of man that I want to be my husband to want. And over much consideration and trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to do about it, I realize like I have to put a plan in place, right? I'm not necessarily a planning type of person. I'm extremely spontaneous. And because of that, I have lived my relationship life in a very spontaneous light. Constantly just dating to date. Very nonchalant. Like, really go with the flow type of person. I mean, I could sit here and say that half of my relationships, I don't even know how I started them. We just ended up in a relationship not to say that it was bad or anything it's just the fact that I never dated with a purpose and I'm understanding now that that's really the way you get to the point where you get married every single person I've talked to that's around my age is um or that is around my age and single let's start there (laughs) Every single woman around my age is starting to realize that I think in our generation, the older of the millennials, we were raised seeing people that were not necessarily dating with purpose. Our example was not a date with purpose, a even marriage with purpose type lifestyle. We grew up in the independent woman area or era sorry, and it's almost as if that independence. That wanting to just do all by yourself and I can do bad all by myself made it to the point where I believe it it was a determinant to becoming or having a purposeful relationship. Every man I've dated and I've dated men from all different cultures, that's been an issue. Not to say that like my independence wasn't, you know, the the reason we broke up or was the reason we broke up. That's, that's not it. What I mean to say is that I do know now that my independence or my idea of an independent woman stopped me from becoming the wife that they wanted to have. I, I mean, I'm the type of person like you need laundry, you can do it yourself you know, you, I mean, I'll cook for you, but don't expect the shit every day. Like that's always the way that I've been and realizing like, that's not the way I want to be as a wife. The way I want to be as a wife is someone that works as a team, right? I want him to be my teammate. I want, I want to do things out of the kindness of my heart just to, because i feel fucking love this man right if if he needs all his laundry done the house spotless and the food on the table by the time he gets home and he's bringing home the bacon he's taking care of everything else and he's just thankful for everything just the way i'm thankful for his presence and his ability to provide like yes i'm so down for it that's the type of relationship i want and i haven't dated according to those principles i haven't dated looking for a teammate and a teammate's really what I want. So that's what brings me here today. What brings me to this point in my life where I have to make a decision who I want to become in order to attract the man that I want. Now, the man that I want, I see as a successful, smart, hardworking man. Now, he's motivated. And he's driven and he knows how to love and love unconditionally, which is very, very hard because I would have to say that most of the love that we see nowadays is conditional. It's always conditional. I mean, people that's why people get divorces, right? It's always conditional. And to love somebody through anything and everything, it's really freaking hard now. For me to expect that of a man, I need to be able to expect it of myself. And I can't necessarily say that I'm... mm, How do I put this in a good way? I've been called a runner, right? So I can't necessarily say that I've always stuck around. But I don't necessarily believe that I'm a runner just because I would have severe commitment issues which I think I do have commitment issues but they can't be so severe to where I I mean I stayed in an eight year long relationship and every relationship after that like has been about a year two years like I stay until I feel as if What I'm seeing is no longer what I believe I want. And I think that that's a lot of women, right? We get in these relationships. We don't necessarily know how we got into them. And once we're there, we're like, fuck it, I'll give it my all and see how it works out. And with me, I go hard. I guess it's just me, but like I love hard. And I don't necessarily love hard and... In the sense of, like, I'm buying you gifts or I'm, like, um, overly clingy because I hate clingy people. And I know hate is a strong word, but I am the complete opposite of clingy. So clingy annoys the fuck out of me. But, like, I'm not a clingy person, so I'm not going to be all over you all the time. But if you ask me to do something and you need somebody there that's dependable, I'm dependable as fucking shit. Now, I might show up late, but I'm going to be there. And that's the way I feel about all of my relationships. Like, I am, I'm down for you regardless. I'm loyal to you to a fault. And when I don't see it reciprocated, and when I can't get, like, honesty out of you and all the things that I need, because I'm one of those people, like, if I'm going to be loyal, don't you dare fucking lie. I can't stand to be lied to, because what's the point? right? What is the point of being lied to in a relationship where you need trust and loyalty? Like my loyalty comes at a cost and the cost is honesty. And that's just the way I feel. It's very hard in this day and age to find people that understand that. It's very hard in this day and age to be someone that that gives so much and just respecting so or expecting so little. And that's, that's another thing that I've realized is like the respect factor, right? Respect in and of itself is one thing that a lot of people cannot comprehend. It's, it's oblivious to them. And I think it's oblivious because they don't necessarily respect themselves. Now I do have expectations in my relationships and I do expect honesty, loyalty, trust, and respect, but I'm such a loyal person that I notice I stay in relationships a little bit longer than I should when I know that the respect isn't coming because the honesty isn't there and the loyalty isn't there. Like Those three things have to be all in one. And how many of us can say, like, there's good quality people that we've dated that have been able to give us those three things all together? We haven't. And as women, I feel like we need that. Especially in this day and age, if we're, if we're to the point or we've come to the realization and made a conscious decision that what we want in, in our lives in the future is a marriage that is built on a strong foundation. I've, I've grown up with marriages all around me, like examples, where they weren't built on a strong foundation. And because the foundation is rocky and uneven, you can definitely tell in who they become as people. And who they become as a unit later on in life. Having a teammate and wanting a teammate means that I have to better my skills to play on the fucking team. until so that brings me here. Back to this point. In my life. Where I've made a conscious decision. To figure out what it means to be a wife. And take the steps. To become the best one I possibly can. Now. I've always heard that. As women. We, we set the expectation of what we want. You know. Pray like it depends on God. And work like. It depends on you and you make those changes to attract the man that you want in your life it's the law of attraction right basically you do what you need to do for yourself and all of a sudden the good things will come towards you but how does that work when you're trying to find your husband how does that work when you need to work on you in order to get there like is there a guidebook Anybody got like step one, step two, step three? I'd love to know. Because I can read as many self-help books as I possibly can. But I don't necessarily know if reading it and not implementing actually works. It's not like osmosis is going to take place and all of a sudden like I've become the best wife I could possibly be for this amazing man to come into my life. I don't think it's going to work that way. I know that. Self-care is one of the biggest things. And that also helps women with respect and respecting themselves. Once we respect ourselves, the respect will come toward us. And what follows respect, honesty, trust, loyalty. It's just the way it works. Damn near every time. So, this is my journey. This is the beginning of... Becoming his queen. Every little step I have to take, I'm taking it. And I'm encouraging women around the world that are my age that are feeling stuck and lonely and want to make a change in their life to attract the man that they want because they're sick and tired of doing life alone. And I won't say that I've been completely alone, but It feels very alone, even in a relationship you know isn't going to work out. Because I've known for years my relationships are not going to work out. It's almost as if I was just biding time. And that's a lot of us. A lot of us that don't know what we're doing. We're just along for the ride, right? We're trying to just see where this takes us and hopefully I just catch an amazing man. No. Uh, I'm going to have to say at 31 years old and doing this for a while, not to say that I'm super old in dating because there's definitely older. But let me know if, if you've done that in your life and it's worked out. You just kind of fucking gone with the flow. I've never really put a plan into place to become a certain type of person. And you attracted all of a sudden just this great miraculous guy. Like, Let me know how that worked. I would love to talk to you about it. But up until then, I'm going to have to set a plan in place for myself. I am going to have to be that person. The person that, for the first time in her life, sets a five-year goal. The person, for the first time in her life, decides to put me first before I put any other man first. The person that genuinely finds respect, trust, honesty, and loyalty within herself so that she can give it to the man of her dreams. That's what this is for. That's what becoming his queen is all about. And who better than to take advice than women that have done it. Women that have been in relationships for a long time. Been in marriages for a long time. Been successful at these marriages. Know every which way to make it work. I mean, honestly, we, when we grow up, we take relationship advice from our friends. But why? I mean, they don't know what they're doing. They're trying to figure it out just like us. So why take advice from someone who really doesn't know? It's not like it's going to get us very far, right? It might get us over hurdle one and two, but we're going to trip on hurdle three and fall all the way over on the track. It's just the way it is. If you want to get far, Wisdom of the Elders is it. Period. End of story. Now, to add a little bit more to the depth of this journey I'm about to take, I need to give you a little bit of background i am a mixed girl half black and half white raised in a very small town and i've come to the conclusion that after dating men of very different cultural backgrounds that there's a very high chance that i'm not going to have a fucking clue on what is expected as a wife of me as a wife right i'm not i'm not gonna have a clue The reason why this became even more prevalent to me was my middle sister just got married, right? Both of my sisters are married outside of our race and our culture, meaning that neither of them are black or white, right? The middle one just got married to a Mexican guy. And we absolutely love him and his family. But this is how obvious it is that we have no clue what's expected of us she got married and they got ma- and they had a backyard ceremony it was beautiful at his parents house and the party went on until about 3 or 4 in the morning whereas both of them fell asleep at his parents house and in the morning his mom got up went straight to the kitchen and started cooking breakfast and his dad got up and went straight to the backyard and started cleaning everything from the party, right? Putting it all back. Well, when my sister awoke, she instantly wanted to help. But her first inclination was not to head to the kitchen. Her first inclination was to go outside and help dad pick everything up. I don't know why. I think it's the way we were kind of raised. But the kitchen just wasn't the first spot to be in as a woman. Like, My dad was the only male in our family. So he did almost everything that was like all the duties around and like going outside and teaching us to fish and all this stuff. Whereas my mom, like my mom, yeah, she cooks. But my parents are from two different cultures. And my dad could not stand my mom's cooking. And my mom couldn't stand my dad's cooking. So they just cook separately most of the time. I mean, the duties were kind of equally devied up and every man for himself type stuff. So when my sister decided to head to the backyard, she soon found out afterwards that that wasn't where she needed to be. As his dad walked back into the house, only to find his wife serving his son breakfast, he decided to say, My wife no longer serves you breakfast. You have a wife of your own. My sister turned around in amazement. Because in her head, she knew she had failed her first task as a wife. Her first task was to make sure he was fed. Make sure he had a plate. And he was going to eat. And she was not in the kitchen to do that. And when she told me this story, I sat and thought, like, how far are we from knowing the expectations of a wife especially as mixed girls that grew up in one culture and married completely outside of it I mean I wonder how many women this happens to you know how many women have gotten married outside of their culture and realized that Wow the expectation of being a wife in this culture is completely different from what I was thought I'm gonna have to learn a whole new bag of tricks And that is something serious. Because I've dated Hispanics, I've dated black men, I've dated Indian men. Like, I have dated a spectrum of men, right? And I feel as if I have no clue what it means to be a wife in any of those cultures. Luckily, I am completely blessed with a council of foreign friends, right? And when I get to talk to their mothers about being a wife or what it means or just to see their relationships, right? It's completely different from the way I was raised. So I feel like, although I have a great, well-rounded perception on what a wife is because of the people I'm surrounded with in life, I don't necessarily know where to start. And I feel like a lot of us do. There's a lot of interracial, intercultural marriages happening right now. Which is, to me, a beautiful thing. But when you don't know what's expected of that culture, and you don't necessarily know how to, like, take it in and absorb it, and just come to the point where you, like, admire the the position of a wife in that culture, that can be very difficult on your relationship. So... This is why becoming his queen is the biggest thing I think I'm going to do in my life. This is why I plan to interview every woman from every different culture on what it means to be a wife in that culture. What are the expectations? Should I get up every morning and make sure that my husband has breakfast before he leaves? I mean, I had a conversation with my grandma And she was like, oh yeah, I used to wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning to cook fried chicken for my husband before he left to work. And then I got my kids ready, and then I went to work. Like, 4 a.m. in the morning? Grandma, I'm going to tell you right now, I for damn sure am not living up to those expectations. I'm going to let you know. But that is amazing. I encourage every single one of you, the women that feel alone The women that know they need to make a change. The women that expect to have an amazing husband and you want to love them unconditionally and give them everything you've got. And you just kind of don't know where to get started. Tune in here. I plan to put everything together for you. I plan to give you a source. A... A list of advisors, a counsel that you can have to become the person that you want to become successfully and to find the man that you want to find to spend the rest of your life with. I mean, all the self help books in the world, you know, they can only do so much. But here you have a home, here you have a community of wives from different ethnic backgrounds and cultural backgrounds that are going to let you know what's expected. So you can define what you want and receive what's coming to you. So join the journey and stay tuned.